Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Gateway for awakening. 
It's not something to get rid of. Rather, the way we pay attention to self-aversion is actually the ground of the past. Thank you, Sister Jenna. It's uh, wonderful to be back to talk to you. 
How are things going in Canada? Has the country opened up so far? Well, slowly it is. You know, we've been in lockdown for, I would say, nearly three months now. We haven't had the same numbers that you have had in the United States, obviously because we have one-tenth of the population, but we are slowly starting to open up. I mean, we were hope there may be a second wave, but things are slowly starting to open up, yeah. So working on the front lines, were you afraid of getting infected with COVID-19? Did the thought emerge? That's a very good question. Let me put this into perspective. So I looked at the numbers today before we got on this call. And just looking at the numbers, there's about, I think, maybe 7 million worldwide who have gotten COVID-19 and a lot less that have died. So right now, the chances, if you look at the statistics, of you getting COVID-19 are 0.1%, and the chances of you dying from it are 0.005%. So I'm obviously at higher risk because I'm a critical care specialist. I'm on the front line. But I have absolutely no fear. Let me put that into a context. The thing is that I just don't buy into the media frenzy around COVID-19. Now, don't get me wrong. We do need to protect ourselves. We do need to physical distance and, you know, take the precautions. But there is so much that we can do for our own health, our own immunity, our own mindset, and our own energy to protect ourselves from COVID-19. And this is something I've known for a long time. I mean, long before I wrote my book and, you know, whatever is in my book, I practice. So just because I have been researching what we can do for our own health, our own mindset, our own energy for a long time, I've already had these tools long before this pandemic hit. And I've been practicing those things. So that's why people are surprised when I tell them I have very little fear. And I've been working with COVID patients on ventilators in ICU and who are not ventilated, I've been fine. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I think that's a good perspective because one of the things that have awoken many of us here in the U.S., we Mm -hmm. are now having protests due to a really senseless murder of a beautiful man. People have been on the streets. The numbers, I really don't know how high they are or what they're saying. When I really look at people out there, they've reached a point where they're like, it doesn't even matter. They have on their masks, they have on their gloves, and they're out there. And, you know, I think it comes down to the cleanliness, doesn't it? Right. So it comes down to several things. It comes down to your hygiene and cleanliness, absolutely, and the distancing. But the thing is, part of protecting ourselves from any infectious disease, not just COVID-19, is strengthening our immune system. And I don't hear on the media them talking about what people can do to empower themselves, right? I just hear them talking about the distancing and hand washing and all this, but there's so much more that can be done, and it's a travesty that the media is not talking about this. I mean, it has to do with all the things that we've been told for years about the nutrition, about movement and exercise, getting enough sleep, things like meditation, mindfulness, feeling our emotions. There's just so many things that we can do. And you can find this knowledge. It's there. It's online and it's in books. But because a lot of people are just hearing what the media is telling them, I'm seeing a lot of fear around COVID-19 in not just healthcare workers, but just in the general public. But if people would just take time to gain the knowledge, to learn what they can do to empower themselves, 
then it would dramatically decrease the amount of fear that they have. And I believe this pandemic is bringing out fears that we've had for years. I mean, we've been living with chronic stress long before this pandemic, long before all these racial tensions. I mean, the racial tensions have always been there, but they've been under the surface. Now they've exploded. And it's always been there. It's just being brought to the surface, something that's always been there. And there's fear, not just around COVID-19, there's fear in society. Let's just talk about the racial tensions. You know, law enforcement has a fear of African-Americans and African-Americans and other people of other ethnic origins in the United States have fear of law enforcement, fear of authority because of the history that is behind this. So I'm seeing a lot of fear, not just around the pandemic, but around all these racial tensions and rightfully so when it comes to the racial tensions because of the history of the United States. And I think that fear is rooted in a lot of things that we can get into, but I'll turn it back to you and let you lead the conversation. No, I'm actually enjoying your passion because I really yeah. think it's true. And how damaging is fear really on our body at a physical and an emotional level? So let me put fear into context. When we talk yeah. about fear, there's an actual real fear when you're in physical danger. Like, for example, from our ancestors, if you're out in the jungle and you're confronted with a predator, yes, you need fear to survive. But then there's this psychological or irrational fear, and that comes from chronic stress. And chronic stress could be from relationship stress. It could be job stress. It could be financial stress. It could be chronic health issues. And it is that irrational fear that is not needed for survival, that is not to deal with the immediate danger. It affects your immune system. And the response to a danger is either fight, flight, or freeze, right? But when we have chronic stress, we're living in that state all the time. You know, let's talk about this pandemic. I mean, we were basically running from one thing to the next. They were caught in this paradigm of this chronic stress. And I like to look at the positive in anything that happens, right? So I look at the pandemic as this great pause. Like we've all been told, listen, you know, you need to stop. You need to shelter at home and you need to distance because you're protecting yourself from this COVID-19. But take the time to really look at yourself. Look at your life. How have you been living? Have you been living authentically? Have you been true to yourself? Have you been living in serenity? Take stock of everything in your life. Take time. Look at your relationships, your career, where you've been, where you are, where you're going, your health. I see this as a time to reflect. So I have a different view of what's going on right now over the last few months. I bet you do. So... You've kind of refined your medical practice. Right. Didn't you just love that use of wording? You've refined your medical practice. So how do you reconcile your practice of conventional medicine with a holistic, multidimensional approach to healing? Because very few doctors do that. Yeah. So the thing is that in our conventional training in medical school, the Hmm. problem with that is that it only deals with the physical body. So we're only taught about anything that affects the symptoms, the physical body. But the thing is, what healing means to me is to become whole. And to become whole means to acknowledge all the different aspects of who we are. So we're not just physical bodies. We have thoughts. We have a mental aspect of ourselves. We have emotions. 
We have an emotional body. We are vibrational beings. We have an energy that underlies our physical bodies. And then there's that deeper part of ourselves, which some people may call spirit, soul. I use consciousness because it doesn't polarize people who are not religious or spiritual. I use that consciousness, and that's the deeper part of who we are. So for me, healing means to integrate all those aspects. Not that I ignore the physical or the conventional. I integrate that, and I try to bring my patient's attention to this whole health approach to dealing with their illness. That's how I reconcile those two things. Good. I agree with you. I've been encountering a little bit of a medical issue, and my doctor's wonderful, but it's just about the body. So I connected one of my other doctor friends who's also about the soul and goes deeper into what are some of the emotional things. And I felt so comforted having a conventional doctor who knows all of these statistics, but also a doctor who knows the statistics looks into the holistic as well. And I think that's where we need to move forward to because it does make the patient feel just a little bit more clearer and it gives them a sense of inner will to be a very big part of the healing process, which I think is really important. I know that you've got this online course that's coming up from fear into flow. Why don't we go to that? Because I think right now fear becomes that stagnant energy and it becomes just circulated in people's consciousness that they're not even aware of it anymore. So can you share with us a little bit about what the online course is going to be? Yeah. So basically, let me talk about flow and talk about how I'm applying it to fear. In my book, was one of the nine steps to healing. But then I started to realize that flow applies to more than just healing. Let me just define flow for you and your audience. Flow means being in complete harmony and synchronicity both within yourself and in the world around you. And for the average person, they may know it as getting in the zone, which we apply to our star athletes, right, when they're execution is flawless on the yeah, field Michael or on Jordan the court. Yeah, comes to mind. Yeah, and Tom Brady and others. So it's getting in the zone, right? But I started to research this a little more, and a lot of people have talked about flow. The first was, his name is Mikhail Cheeksentmihai. He wrote probably the first book on flow many years ago. I read that book, and I started diving deeper into this. And flow is something that we can be in and bring ourselves to that state so that we are in harmony, not just because we have to be star athletes, but in our lives, in our relationships, at work, in our health. This course, Fear into Flow, basically it's a six-week course, and I'm breaking down some of the key steps, trying to impart that to the students. And it has to do with thought and belief. It has to do with emotion. It has to do with our physiology. It has to do with our story. Because everybody Mm -hmm. carries around a life story. But what we need to realize is that we do not have to be defined by our stories, even if those stories are not positive, if they're negative. Because I truly believe that anything that happens to us, positive or negative, is meant for us to discover or learn something about ourselves, which we have not yet learned or discovered. So I teach how to use your life story, how to appreciate your life story and use it to trace a thread, to try to get to why you're here on the planet, a higher calling. And that's a huge part of being in the flow. Then I talk about connection and oneness to the whole, because we are all one. We are all connected. And you can see that more in nature, in a natural setting. But, you know, we have been kind of 
divorced from nature because of the way the planet is going. And, you know, we're basically using nature for our own ends, but we need to live in harmony with nature like our ancestors did, like the indigenous people did. And that's where I talk about in the connection part of this course. And then I get into embracing the unknown. And what embracing the unknown means for me is really stepping outside our comfort zone because we think that the unknown is something to fear. But the unknown is something that is with us at every step of our lives. I can show that to you. Ask anybody who's just gotten in a car accident. Ask anybody who has just had a sudden heart attack. Ask anybody who has just been given a diagnosis, which half an hour ago they had no idea that they had. So the unknown is something that's with us. It's not something to fear. It is something to embrace, and the way we embrace it is to step outside our comfort zone. And it is only outside our comfort zone that we grow and evolve. Let's go a little deeper into that. So... When you define comfort zone, what does Mm -hmm. that mean, one? And the second thing is, how does one step out of their comfort zone if they get a diagnosis? Yeah, so let me just use an example. Say somebody gets a diagnosis of symptoms, fatigue, cancer, whatever. The doctor outlines a treatment plan. So what I mean by stepping outside of our comfort zone is exploring Besides what the medical system is offering, what more you can do to heal yourself, even if previously you never thought of that in the past because you never had a diagnosis or you weren't living a healthy lifestyle, you were under a lot of stress, what more can you do? So stepping outside of our comfort zone may mean changing our nutrition, doing the research to know what we need to change our nutrition, starting an exercise program. And something as simple as quitting smoking or other toxic habits, you don't know how many people I see, how many patients I see who have this smoking habit, and they're just afraid to quit because it gives them something. And the thing is that it has become a habit, and it's not that it's giving them something. If anything, it's harming them. It's harming their immune system. It's harming their bodies, but they feel that they're getting something out of it. They feel they're getting a stress relief or a relief of anxiety, but it actually worsens those symptoms, but they don't realize it. So applying stepping out of your comfort zone to health and illness means to explore beyond what your doctor is telling you. Not that you don't accept your doctor's recommendations and treatment, but you go beyond that. And mindfulness and meditation has just exploded in the last decade exploring that as a way to get in touch with that deeper part of yourself to get into that relaxation state because when you're in that relaxation state there's a part of our nervous system called the autonomic nervous system and when you get into that you're in the parasympathetic state which is a relaxation state as opposed to the sympathetic state when you're in the kind of the fight or flight response That's what I mean by stepping out of our comfort zone. And you can apply that to any aspect of your life. You can apply it to your career, your finances. If you're stuck in your career, you know, often people are afraid to talk to their superiors and say, listen, I think I need more challenges. I think I need to be in a different position. I think I need a raise. I deserve a raise. I deserve more than what I'm getting rewarded right now for the work I'm doing. So this is what I mean by stepping outside of our comfort zone. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It can be slow. It's something different. Yes. Exploring more. 
Yes. Just be on an exploration of looking into right. the what if. So you've authored right. a very successful book on healing from inside out, and now yes. you've developed that online course that you just mentioned a little bit. So what's next for yeah. you? I mean, are you working on a second book? Yes, I am actually working on a second book. I've been working on it for a couple of years now. It's called Awaken into the Flow, How to Fearlessly Embrace, Change, Challenge, and Uncertainty and Achieve True Freedom. And I honestly wish it was done now. This is the perfect time for it to be released, but I want it to be well-written, and I want to get all my ideas into it. And actually, this pandemic has actually added another chapter to the book that I now need to work on because of everything that's happened in the last three months. Yes, so I am writing a book on this whole concept of the flow and how we can apply it to our lives and deal with change and challenge and uncertainty. Mm, lovely. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our amazing listeners that you think we might have missed in our conversation? Yeah. If anyone is interested in my course, you can go to this website. It's called fromfearintoflow.com, and there you can get a description of the course. And if you're interested, I am launching it on June the 26th. It's a six-module course with two question-and-answer sessions, and those sessions will be taught live, and you'll get access to the recordings. And you can also go to my website. It's nomannaim.com, N-A-U-M-A-N-N-A-E-E-M.com, where you can learn more about my book, learn more about what I do. There's a blog there. There's previous podcasts that are there for your listening. And I send out a weekly blog. Last two months, it's been about the pandemic and what we can do, but other topics as well. So yeah, I encourage people to visit those sites. Well, we thank you for helping us to step out of our comfort zones (laughs) and to definitely heal more from inside out. It's always a delight having you on air and good luck for the online course. Thank you very much, Sister Jenna, and good luck with everything you guys are dealing with down below south of the border here in the United Will States. Do. We receive okay. your good Thank luck wishes. Take care. Bye-bye. I send my prayers to all of you down there and oh, what you're dealing with. We receive it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Dr. Norman Neem, everyone, wonderful guy with lots of good information. Please go to his website. I think you've got a lot of good stuff there. So he gave you all the information, and you can go on America Meditating Radio to get more information from our conversation, which you can play back a hundred times until you get it right. (laughs) So remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same, as I've been asking everyone to do. Please keep holding a minute of peace for the self, for America, for the world, Every hour in the hour, practice your traffic control. We need more of that more than ever before. And I'm not sure if you got a chance to watch Transforming Racism on the Shift Network, but if you get a chance, do Google it on the America Meditating Facebook to get a glimpse of the sharings that took place. I thought it was quite meaningful and been getting a lot of response about the narrative that took place between myself and Philip Helmick of the Shift Network they did a wonderful series a few days ago on transforming racism. So go and check that out. I think it's really important. And Spiritual Vaccine every night, 6.30 to 7.30 EDT on the Meditation Museum YouTube and Facebook. Just for you to get your daily dose for your physical cure and your emotional cure, actually. It's more about that, your emotional cure. And I just do it because our museums are so closed, but our hearts are not. So tune into that. 
take care. And I'm going to end with MC Yogi, who I had a wonderful time on May Day event online a few weeks ago. And here is Give Love. Take care, everyone. Darling, don't you cry Every little thing's gonna be alright Don't worry, don't be afraid Every little thing's gonna be okay Open up your heart, unlock the cage Turn the key and break the chains Love will always find a way If you want love, you gotta give Sister Jenna, you've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.